I have been in show business for over half a century, and in that time I've done all kinds of jobs, many of which I remain immensely proud of to this day, and others that, well, were somewhat less glamorous. In the early 70s, while I waited for the much-anticipated phone call from Wendy Knoll, imagining my carefully trained RP tones ringing out of radios and television sets everywhere and persuading people to drink a particular brand of tea, eat a certain kind of chocolate bar, or even smoke a cigar. More stories on all those to follow. I got a call from Maurice Hepworth. My very first voice job was not what I had expected at all. I'm doing some recordings for the Anne Summers sex shop. Would you like to do one, Marie said. Well, how much do they pay? You get £300 in cash, no repeat fees. I said, I don't deal in cash. I followed my father's advice and have always been ferociously careful. All my income is declared, so I've never been in trouble with the inland revenue. But at that time, £300 was a tempting amount. How do I get on to it? Go to the Ann Summers shop, make an appointment, and the guy who runs it will sort you out with an audition. I wasn't entirely comfortable about the pornography aspect. Daddy already thought being an actress was akin to prostitution. I rang the shop and asked, This is voice only, isn't it? We're definitely not on camera, are we? The woman reassured me that it was a porn audio tape. A take-home wanker's kit, basically. I duly went along to the shop on Tottenham Court Road. The chap at the till sent me to the back of the shop. I pushed my way through slightly greasy, pink-and-white fringed plastic curtains along a murky corridor and arrived in a cavernous warehouse space set right back behind the street. It was pitch black in there and rather eerie because there were no windows. The shelves were piled high with sex toys of every imaginable description. Scrotum twisters, ticklers, handcuffs, nipple clamps and dildos. I'd never seen anything like it. I don't go in for all that lark. I prefer natural to electrical goods. I introduced myself to the man and he said, Oh yes, Miriam Margulies. Well, Miriam, I've written the script. Here it is and the microphone is over there. I said, You want me to do it here? In the warehouse? That's fine. I just need to know that you can handle it. We'll do the real thing in the studio. I gulped slightly and started to read out his appalling script, which was full of heavy breathing, squeals, vocal intercourse, and more. I realise, for all my dirty talk, I'm quite prudish, and I found it rather unpleasant having to pretend to achieve orgasm in front of this creepy bloke. However, it was a job. I gave it my all, and my moans and squeaks echoed back convincingly from the walls of this urban dungeon. Yeah, that was good, the warehouse fellow said. 
When are you free?